Check, 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 check. Oh, it's a little delay. That's weird. Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. That's right. You are listening to heritageradionetwork.org, Heritage and this is Gunwash. You know we're here every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Oh, actually, we are at, we are changing the time. I, for, I just remembered that. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We have to, yeah, we're going to do a time change. But listen, we have a special guest in the house, Mr. Christopher Vidal, and that's all coming up. Next, here on the Gundam Wash. Stay tuned. I'm not the supreme expert on cleaning guns, but I do know a little bit, and I'm just going to share my little tips and ideas with you. Spinach. I'm talking about romaine. Give me- I'm talking about salads. Yes. Welcome to Gunwash. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining me. The new, uh, our, our new, our new uh, account executive for Gunwash on the Heritage Radio Network account is here, Armando. Bang bang. You see, he's been doing such good work, right? Am I am I right or am I wrong, Jack? Two phones ringing at the same time. And then, uh, and then, uh, by surprise, our friend Charlie Wood came by to visit. Say hello, Charlie. Fake it till you break it, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, hey, you know what's weird, man? You know how, like, usually uh, in the beat, like, I usually start out and I say, you know, it's overcast and doodly doo, yeah. and then I got the new, like, I, d- I downloaded the new thing on the, and I, c- on the I can't phone? get the wet. Yeah, that doesn't say the weather or the day or anything. Like, I don't know, I don't know how to do it. So, sorry, so I apologize for that. Um, for those of you listeners who are tuning in, you know, you can find us every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. And the call-in number, of course, is 718-497-2128. We are proud broadcasters here at the HeritageRadioNetwork.org, and we're at Roberta's Pizza. It's important. It is. Sort so of. for the listeners that care, we got a, we had a compressor in the studio five years later, so Gunwash should sound a little better. I, it's good. Beefily up a little bit. Give me that headroom. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, now, Mr. Christopher Vidal, if you would say hello. Welcome to the studio. What's up, Gunwash? What's going on? Uh, we're just we're hanging out. We're very happy that you uh, that you had a chance to come by. And, you know, it's interesting because uh, haven't you been telling me that, what I, that we should it's have been on the calendar for a long time? Yeah, ex- exactly. Time. But I just, you know, I forget things. And that's my and that's me. <laughs> like, I, just, I just forget stuff. And, that's but, a short-term um, memory loss. Exactly. You got, uh, you're hey, Mondo. exactly right. What's going on? Mondo, Mondo, you don't have to yell on the mic, man. Oh, well, sorry. maybe his. Are you, if your headphones are low, you know. I think that's what it is. I think he keeps his headphones real low. All right, so you know, go play with the uh, it's called volume. Easy listening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, Christopher Vidal uh, has a website, and it is called ChristopherVidalPhotography.com. Unless I'm wrong, right? That's ChristopherVidal.com. ChristopherVidal.com. Or you just go to FoodRap.com. Yeah, also. and you know that's Woo! an interesting. That was that's an interesting thing. I wanted to ask you about that because I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Heritage Radio Network is a food-centered uh, radio station. Yeah, everything everything that they talk about here is food-related, except on our show because we're whatever. I don't I don't know exactly why we have a show on here, but we like uh, food. We 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 do like food. Well, I don't really like food, but kind of eat food every day. Yeah, you have to, right, to keep yourself going. 
So in any case, we're on this network, and we don't always talk about food. But I find it interesting that that's the name of you that that, that the you know one of the names you associate yourself with is food rap F O O D R A P, and I think we should uh, probably get into that at some point during the show. Uh, a lot of people don't know what food rap is, but I, I, I'll tell you what it is and where it came from. That's great, excellent. You know, Jack, this is interesting because. Remember, you know, I I haven't really uh, had a chance ever to talk about because before you came in, Chris, um, I mentioned that uh, you were you're a collector of, of polo, Ralph Lauren, you know, specifically the '80s and '90s, uh, and Jordans and, and things of this nature, uh, which was something that Jack will tell you I used to be sort of serious about. Yeah, I still am, but I feel as though I remember maybe, those days. Well, I, I'm worried that maybe. I mean, well, maybe we can get it into it. I'm excited. It's been a while since we talked. E- exactly. About stuff that, like that that that's what produ- the producer was saying. That oh, this is like a, the original Gunwas. This is like what we always really wanted to talk about and yeah. stuff like that. So that so that'll be cool. And and also Christopher is. You heard uh, about the dude that got the kid. Chris, you heard about bro. the kid that Chris. got shot uh, on Knickerbocker. For oh, that's the, Isaiah. Uh, yikes. Oh, you know the person. Yeah, you actually talked about that on uh, Pix Eleven News uh, Morning News on Monday. You know, it's so weird because I live on Himrod Street, and uh, a pal of mine was was go- was mapping, you know, Google mapping me to get to my apartment, and yeah. it said it said on the phone, "Caution, you're entering a danger a dangerous area." Yeah, that's interesting. Like I like I live in Afghanistan or something like this, like but it's bleep, fine. Bleep, right? Yeah. Well, but I don't. But I'm not. I don't. All I see is I, I kind of all I see is like my apartment and the train. <laughs> And Jimmy Jazz. Uh, no. That's it. You gotta go all the way down. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's funny. I went on Knickerbocker the other day, and I'm like, I'm missing all these great stores. I can buy things everywhere. In any case. So, uh, all that and much more coming up tonight on Gunwash. Uh, Herbert Spliffington is in the house, as usual. And if you'd like to pull up music, we can do that. Uh, everyone, please stay tuned, and uh, we'll be back in about five more fire. minutes. More fire. Namaste, bitches. Pacific, and everything about it is terrific. I got the sun to tan me, palms to fan me, and an occasional man. I love my It's very lazy If I should ever leave it I'd be crazy I got papayas, peaches Sandy beaches And an occasional Roll it. Yeah, bro. 
Marco, thanks for the G pen. And then I'm gonna call my buddy on the telephone and say. Now listen. You know I worked so hard. Turn out wrong. That's why I want to stop by on my way home and say, Now let me tell you one more thing. Ain't no harm to have a little taste, but don't lose your cool. Stop messing up the man's place. Ain't no harm. Take a little nip. But don't you fall down. And bust your lip. No, no. Oh, no, we're not on you. Welcome. Uh, th- uh, th- th- thank you, Herbert Spilvington. You know, that was a great uh, song, actually, to go out on. Because, you know, Jack Inslee just got his little... His little... His little um, nice connection. His little vape. His little G-pen with the wax. A, I got a Pax and a G-pen now. I'm balling out of control. Yeah, well, let me tell you something, Jack. I have a pen that has oil in it and not wax. Yep. 
Where do you get the oil, though? How are you supposed to restock? I that? cannot tell you. Oh, that stop. is not. Uh, you can give me like an idea. That information is not available to me. I actually, I, to be totally honest with you, let me ask I don't you this: Is it easy to get oil? Uh, no. the way, The way it happens is usually we get a frantic call from someone saying, "Hey, I'm about to make a run. Do you want something?" And that happens once that every horrible. like three months. Yeah, it's bad. You might as well just smoke weed. Anyway, uh, welcome back to Gunwash. Uh, everyone's here. Or I'm surrounded by pals, uh, Armando and Spliffington, right next to me. Of Mr. Christopher, Christopher, Chris, 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 Chris. Chris. Sorry, I'm like sl- I'm having trouble today. Chris Vidal is here in studio with us. He's a photographer and uh, native Knickerbocker. Uh, where were you born originally? I was born in Greenpoint Hospital. Born in Greenpoint Hospital, it right here. Doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't it's like exist. A shelter. Anymore. It's a shelter. Yeah. Um, you know. As I was saying in the intro, by the way, Charlie's here too. Charlie Wood is uh, Charlie. is part of the Great Guys Club. <laughs> he hangs out all the time. Not all the time, but once in a while he hangs out. We hanging out later. I know. Well, maybe you are, but I'm uh, no, going to bed. No, Charlie and I. Yeah, they probably got a charger in there. Nice. It's okay. You can just say it. If you have a question, you can just ask it. Shout it out. We yeah, pals, you can just man. shout it out loud. Yeah, I've been trying to get Chris here for a long time. Yeah, I remember that. And you know uh, what I was thinking about? When I was do- when I was making uh, notes for the show was the fact that like uh, you said this guy Chris is going to come on and he's really into Jordans and he's really into polo and I said you know I should tell him this story about there was this one time where I had um, it's so funny because last night I, w- I was saying like I was saying like I wonder if tomorrow's gun wash is going to be like is going to be like it if like going to be like well what's your like- no 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 okay let's let's go get let's go completely against the rules what's your favorite Jordan. Oh man! Yeah, see, I made I made a problem just now, and it's gonna be like, well, to me, it's the it, Jordan One. The Jordan One is, is it may is not the be the one. the one that I like to wear the most, which would probably be the three. The three, but the three is the, the my favorite Jordan of all time is the Jordan Four. Interesting. I hate those. Interesting. Interesting. How do you hate now, those? Now, man? now, Yo, now, I was 16 years old in William E. Grady High School in Brooklyn, in Brighton Beach, Brooklyn, and I and I had like Airwalk pterodactyls, Enigmas, because I was skating, and I wanted a pair of Jordan Fours, and my grandmother couldn't get them for me. And, and I used to see dudes rocking them, and I'm like, damn, I need those. What, what now? Need what, those? what about the now? Now the the one. Uh, is it because there's something heroic behind the fact that, well, he, the dunked, won, that he won the dunk it's contest? It's not just the dunk and, contest. It's the fact that he went against the grain, you know? Like, yeah, he was a new He, he thing. used to wear a, a shoe that was, was prohibited on the court. Because in 1984, 85, 86, and for X amount of years, you could only wear an all-black or an all-white shoe. And Michael Jordan used to wear red and black right. Jordan 1s or red, white, and black Jordan 1s. So they used to get fined like $5,000 every time. Oh, because of his sneakers. He used to wear that shoe oh, so on he's court. so revolutionary just all just. I mean, he that. flew through the air. Like, he really is Air yeah, yeah. Michael Air Jordan. You it's know what I'm true. saying? It's like, true. And I, remember they, and I remember they would say, I've seen the listen, highlights. Uh, listen, these shoes, uh, they're going to make you jump higher. And stuff like this. No, it's got to be the shoes. Those are those Spike Lee commercials. Right, exactly, you know? um, yeah. I remember waiting for the new commercial to come out. Okay, you so know, waiting like, for the new commercial. Was like, it always Spike Lee back then? Yeah. I'm all, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the big thing was also like Grandmama, like sure. Larry Bird, you know. Airmail. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. those ads were very epic, and, and they were like, uh, it, it was the only... Th- 
time that sneak like you don't see sneaker commercials now, do you? You know, uh, not really. And you know what's interesting about that? The thing that I did was I had all these fucking sneakers, and sometimes you know the thing I worry about with sneakers. Bless you, Jeremy. Bless you, Jeremy. <laughs> I sneezed. You know the thing I worry about with sneakers is that uh, you know Jordans especially. As you wear them, they start to like spread out and become. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm not That's taking care of. That's because you got weird them. feet. Well, maybe that that may be true. <laughs> you know? I find I or find that I, I find that Jordans specifically age the worst, worse than any shoe. I, I think uh, a worn Jordan three looks better than any brand new Jordan out oh. there. Well, this Jordan six. You know, I always said that, I always said that. Uh, that my favorites were like this is stupid, but I always said that my favorites were like a toss up between like I mean this is really stupid, but I how think, is it stupid? Well, I just think he's gonna think this is stupid, but I think my I think that my favorite is a toss up between the steel gray steel gray and white tens and the great fives, uh, or and maybe the uh, maybe the playoff the playoff uh, eights. That's like 1990 and 1995. I mean, what do you think? Do you are you one of these guys that doesn't really care about the grapes because everyone cares about them? I kind of stop caring. About the numbers after the five. Do you still wear Jordans? Uh, I haven't worn a pair of Jordans in over three years. Yeah, see, me too. And 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 why is that? But I that? continue to buy why shoes. Don't, but why don't you wear them anymore? Um, well, I was working for a brand. Okay. Uh, and you know, brand loyalty. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. um, That's the reason you stopped, but that's really the reason. It wasn't because, like, oh, you know, I'm not into it right now, or it was more really... There was a a little time where I felt like the brand itself, the Jordan brand, was, like, deviating from the core of what sneakers and, like, the basketball, you know? Like, they they do a lot of releases that are hyped-up releases, you know? Like, I really don't understand what the fuck that future um, Jordan is, you know? Yeah, I'm not so sure either. a woven Jordan, but people go crazy. I went to a foot action at seven o'clock in the morning. Nine people got um, maced by a girl in the crowd that was online, and and these people don't even know who the fuck Michael Jordan is. They never right, watched him play right, right, right. because the he kids. stopped playing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. on the sidelines. It's like it's like my, my, Muhammad crazy. Ali gloves or something like that. It's like the people going crazy for foams that don't know that that was like penny shoe. Fair enough. Anthony Hardaway. You know, like they don't even know how to say Anthony Hardaway. They say Anthony right, Hardaway. You know, yeah. but. They don't know what the symbol is on the back. They just think it's another logo, the Foams logo. Do you uh, now? Do, do, will you still go wait on lines and stuff? And or you I'll have go someone on cut do lines that. and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, I'll go yeah, and yeah. show up at a line and hope that somebody's like, "Yo, shit, Chris, come here." Like, um, I showed up outside a release not too long ago. I don't want to blow it up, but I bought some shoes and shit and flipped them the next day. You know. So, like, so, but so you're so you're saying oftentimes when there are lines, you often can get. You sometimes a uh, representative might recognize you and bring you closer. Sometimes to the front. I sometimes get lucky. You know, there's some yeah, haters on, <laughs> that working in shops that say that I used to treat them bad when I worked at a certain consignment shop, or I shitted on them, or yeah. I used to yell at them. But it's just the way it is, man. When little kids come in or, or dudes that know everything, you know, you just gotta like check them real quick. You know, like fair enough. Dudes be like, yo, let me get them De La Soul dunks. Like, yo, can you name a De La Soul song? Right, yeah, can you they name a no De La Soul song? They have no idea what even I'm yeah. talking about. They don't know what Three Feet High and Rising is. Yeah, you or- know, uh, oh, and you know, it's like, I was just thinking about this. Remember Transit? It, yeah, clo- it closed yeah, like yeah. two and, and a half years ago. It opened again, though. Oh, it opened They're again? down on Canal Street. Oh, I didn't even know Broadway, that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know that. Um, Muhammad he- is still... Down there, you know. Cool. I don't know if Crystal's still with them, but they're still around. Uh, and I would go there, and when they, uh, 
you know, they would have like for let's just say they would have the the cool gray 11s would be in the window, but they're not available yet. But right. then you go down but you there can and buy you, them for four hundred dollars. Yeah, right, or, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, but, but and so, a lot of people don't know Broadway sneakers was the first one to do that. See, this I don't know on, how that's legal. This though, was on, no, listen. This was on on uh, what's the first block above uh, the, the first block above Canal Street. I think it's Howard Street, right? It used uh, to be on the corner of Howard and Broadway, and it was called Broadway Sneakers. And they used to have like this little shelf, like as you entered the sneaker section towards the back of the store, and it would be like one sample. Or, or one new shoe that's about to come out, and they'd be like, "Yeah, give me, give me." They look at you up and down. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, sometimes I get it, and so, sometimes they'd sell it to me, and sometimes they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You and, know, and sometimes I got them. Yeah. sometimes you buy them, and they're like, "Yeah, I can't give you a receipt." Like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Give me them shits. Yeah, you know. But um, you you had to be like that dude that they knew that coming in, you know, with your chain shining and shit, iced out. Knew that you were a collector of a shoe. Right, wait, you know something funny? Uh, I've had Billy on the phone this whole time. I forgot. Billy about that. who? Billy who? <laughs> You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Wow. Hey, what's up? Yo, hey. Hey, what up, Billy? You're on Whoa. Gunwatch. Whoa, hey. What's up, man? Speak to our guest. Hey. What's up, Billy? Uh, say hi no, to you Chris. you can't say never call you. Oh, shut the fuck up. What's up? What's up? No, I got a photo question. I don't want to, like, throw a wrench in the whole Jordan conversation. No, we have a photographer on the on the ropes. Please. Right on, man. I'm not so much um, as a photographer because photographers get paid. I on this Terry Richardson shit, man. I think it's super whack. Which 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 Terry Richardson shit Great are question. you talking about? Full service. Just his style, the overexposed, uh, He's psychorama overexposed. wall bullshit. I mean, that, but that's Terry's style. Terry's a cool dude, man. I can't shit on Terry. I see him. He talks to me. You know, I mean... Things have gone good for him. He's got a lot of connections in, in, in the industry. I mean, what about many- the rape stuff, though? Everyone talking about that rape yeah, stuff. But, What's you know, up with that? But anyone that gets. Yo, they said Kobe raped. I mean, anyone they that's a photo- Listen, I'm not saying he did it. I'm not him say- shooting in the gym. I'm not saying he did it or he didn't do it. But you know, all those, you know, all those photographers and this guy from American Apparel, and they all want to fuck and they're all like. Oh, yeah, I do too. Right? So, yeah, they're all yeah. like that. And what, you're going to say you're not creepy in the head like that? Of course you are. If you had a camera and many women. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't you, you you can't hate one dude's style and expect to like l- other people to respect your style if you're hating on one dude's style. Let him do his thing, bro. Yeah, very you good. You know what lesson. I'm saying? Like, it's 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 once you develop a style that people understand and and they follow it, it's, it's fucking dope, bro. I mean, any photographer would like to be at, at at the level that he's at as far as the money he commands, the jobs that he does, and. I mean, yeah, cool. He did Miley Cyrus, a wrecking ball, and, and he did fucking Lindsay Lohan, and he did Jared Leto, and he did fucking... I mean, name someone. He did You him. know, like, he, I mean, some of them are a little, Obama, a little He did Obama. He did me. He did Obama. Well, he did you? You got a Terry one? Yeah. You yeah. think that this shit this shit will be up in the museum, like some blown out photo of Miley or something? You know, know what? You know what? It, it may fucking be. You know, it, it may fucking be, man. No, that's know. that's the state of art right now. When Leonardo da Vinci was the was an artist, his shit got in a museum and it's in a museum. And when when a hundred years go, but no one no one believed Leo Castelli. You I, know what I'm saying? I, when you know, like I can't say I know who that is, but I'm sure your point is is exact. Is, or is, even is, Keith Haring when he was drawing exactly. in the subway. You exactly, know, like and look exactly. at what his work calls now. You know, like exactly. It's just, I mean, those are artists opposed to photographers. Photographers, you use images and, and see things, you know? Like, I, I like to consider myself a picture taker. 
A picture takerer. A takerer, because I just take <laughs> photos, man. You know, like see, I'm not looking to make money off it. I'm just looking to chill see, and enjoy life. You Billy, know? Like, uh, he called up with a, with a photography question, but it was awesome. But, but but what we needed was a was a, a photographer or a picture takerer question. Yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. But no, uh, words words well spoken from uh, our friend Chris, and uh, I, I do happen to agree. And Billy. You Can know, I just rewind real quick? Yes. M- Mondo, you've been shot by Terry Richardson? Dude, what? I mean, not what? I, we don't in know In 2006. That. Okay, so let we me We gotta put those on the site. That's just a sidetrack. Sorry. Anyway, uh, I completely agree with Chris. And, and actually, to be honest with you, yeah, that, you know, that stuff may be in a fucking museum in, or like a, an art museum in the future. Who the fuck just knows? Just because some, somebody thinks some shit is hot don't mean you gotta think it's hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hate him for his lifestyle. Don't hate him for his work. Yeah. Nope. yeah I'm, not, exactly. I'm not rocking Jeremy Scott wings and shit, but there's no. a, definitely a crowd that's I mean, rocking definitely, There's definitely, you know there's definitely a lot of kids really that are, I'm though. I'm just worried about the photos. I just, I just don't think it's that hot. Hey, Billy. I got a dope fucking oh. photo of Terry with Courtney Love outside Fashion Week I shot. Yeah, you know, you know, Chris has photos of Terry. So you're talking to, directly to the source right now here. You know, so, and he's cool. Like, I mean, I know he's a little, like, like if you ask him to sign something or you ask him, like, yo, Terry, he's like, yeah, fuck that. No. And I've seen Is him. Is he a jerk? Like, I never I met the guy. I mean, I've seen him riding I mean, his bike. I mean, he's told but... people no because you're just going to put it on eBay. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But that's cool, you know? Like, that's him, man. You can't take that from him. Let him do him, you know? It's a dude in a flannel shirt with glasses. Why are you hating? Well, because he's, yeah. you know, everyone wants well, to be, like, in that in that thing, I guess. I don't know. Who, who the fuck? Enough about Terry. Let's talk about Chris. Bye. Bye, Billy. You know, I had a... I had a... Um, I had a... Thank you, Billy, for calling in. Uh, other callers, if you'd like to get in, it's uh, 718-497-2128, and lines are open. Shout out to Billy at I don't like Terry Richardson's photography.com. <laughs> there you go. That is, uh, there you go. That's a, uh, that's a very good URL. I'm going to buy that. You today. know what I realized? I fucked up so bad, Chris. I fucking know you when you worked at A-Life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how I know you. Out to oh, dice. I was like fucking, yeah, out to dice the god. We're a dice. Where you at? Yeah. He's expecting graphics from me, and I'm slacking. Um, Dice in his Last Supper. Uh, uh, I like that Scully. Hey, listen, that Scully's nice. pretty interesting. Religion, religion's very in right now. What can I say? I'm not the boss of style. Uh, but you know, I had a question actually regarding style. So, um, you know, I was going to ask you this question that was sort of like it was sort of I'm like actually rocking a pair of Rivington Club Sauconies. Oh wow, look at those! The Sacconi Rivington Club collabo. You know, I never picked With some up stance socks. You know what's funny? I, n- I never, I never picked up the Sauconies because because where I'm from in like suburban New Jersey, uh, like it's like a Jappy like Jew Jew girl thing to wear Sacconis, but here it's like a very fashionable sneaker. Um. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, um, like, oh, and, but listen, what did I wear when I was growing up? I wore like Vans and like Adidas shell tops and I things think, that uh, were just like obvious. I think once not. Pata brought back the Gel Light Three, it opened up Asics? for a lot. Yeah, Asics. Asics you know? cha- the, the Asics collabs really changed the sneaker game. Yeah, I mean, the New I Balance think that ones really allowed changed a lot the of other game. people to like delve into other brands and make them cool again. Yeah, you know. But listen, um, Asics. Asics is like. The best running shoe. It's what my dad, my dad who runs the marathon, wears Asics. You know what I mean? He doesn't wear the A Life Rivington Asics, but he, he should. Wears, well, yeah, he should, but he you know, get him should if he got them back then. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're gone. They're, they're gone. You can't get those things, dude. You guys remember when uh, 
Remember Siempre Fresco? Yeah. Oh my God! What Orchard was the story? Street. I had a magnet. Street. See, uh, Orchard Street. Yeah. yeah what yeah. was the story on that? They put. He, is it true that they would throw them up on? There was like five pairs, and they would throw them up on to like. Greg Bennett is a friend of mine, man. He's one of the founders of Orchard Street, you know, and and they murdered it. They they. Mur- what did they do? I was still sort of young when that when those magnets were around, so I still don't know exactly what happened, and I definitely didn't get the co- I didn't get the sneakers, so I don't know exactly. You're what talking happened. about the dunks. I'm talking about the the Orchard right, Street dunks. Right, right. Yes, yes. Um, Greg Bennett is a is a New Yorker. He's a homie. He's a great dude. Um, he uh, he's like a design master. Cool. He used to do that. Uh, what was that T-shirt? International Ballers. Mm. Jay Z rocked that shit, and the fucking hood went crazy cool, for that. Man. You know. Um, I used to wear a lot of Orchard Street stuff. I don't I don't see a lot of it being produced anymore. <laughs> kind of miss it, you know, because it's a, another New York brand like a Life. You know, that represented New York. And the people that wore it, you know. Yeah, but don't you see? Don't you see how that stuff, how the Orchard Street stuff, and the really, really obscure collector New Yorker kind of like real stuff, kind of like fizzled out, and like the bigger brands kind of were able to live on. Like a life, it's. I mean, there. Are, I mean, people in Japan and Canada and France and everyone knows a life. Well, it's yeah, I mean, impossible A-Life, to not know. A life. Um, they sell it in Bloomingdale's for many years. Oh, a life was a. a, a, a a huge like staple in in New York streetwear. Oh yeah, yeah. it you was know? the. I mean, as far after, still, after Supreme, it's kind of the one. I mean, Supreme became a streetwear brand after the fact because it's it is a skate brand. You know, yeah. Mm. Um, when Supreme opened up in 1994, and Pookie was working there, and Bianca was working there, James' wife. You know, it was a cool Don't know place any to hang them. out. You know, it was, it was like, it was the spot. That skaters knew, like there was. But you Benji's. had to know. Had there to was know Benji's before that. That was like a downtown skate shop in the projects in his apartment. Then he opened up a spot on Chambers Street. There was Skate NYC on Avenue A. There was Swish. There was like. Yeah, but none of them were smart enough to pick up that Barbara Kruger shit and flip it. Well, yeah, I mean that red box it. logo is, is is the winning champion of the of Oscar, Grammy, every award it you murdered can win. It, it murdered it the over. world. It, it became the, it yeah. became synonymous with with the brand with itself. style. You know, it became um, synonymous with even, style. Even look at the the foams released. There were eleven cop cars. They shut down the block. Oh, the recent one. My homie yeah. Neil yeah, yeah, Santos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard my homie about Neil that, yeah. Santos, the you know downtown fucking murderer. Like he's the one that kills the street game, you know. Like sure, he um, he was out there fighting with people so they wouldn't break down the doors. Like him and he was holding up a police barricade and pushing people back. The day of the release, eleven cop cars—they shut down the street between Prince and Houston. And to think that you know? I—and to think that I thought the sneaker thing was like was fizzling out. Well, listen, Chris, uh, incredibly engaging. I've got more questions for you. Maybe yeah. more on the polar. Yeah, 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 Gunwash.com. Yeah, Gunwash.com. Hey, and and, and also, uh, I know you mentioned this earlier, but if you at Gunwash anything, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, everything—it all—it's all us. It's all us. Uh, at me on Instagram or Twitter. We'll talk about what you want to talk about. Absolute rap at Gun wash at food. And we have Roberta's trying to get some free food. What's it, up? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to figure out more what that food wrap thing is about when we come back. We're gonna go to Splittington for just a few minutes. Uh, this is Gun Wash. We're back in about 15. Thank you. Trumpets, please. This is Anastasia Coldplay-Pierce of Brooklyn Grange Rooftop Farm, and you're listening Adriel to Gun Wash. Adriel Aaron, what up? They try to play us, but they get famous. A bunch of haters, but we the greatest. Trumpets, please. 
I want to welcome everybody to Killer Season. Dick, dick, come and fuck with the set. Dick, 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 come and fuck with the set. They try to play us. They get famous. A bunch of haters. But we the greatest. That mighty dip. Fuck your set. Short G, respect my weak and that got a girl like Chia Peso. Come and deal with the kids. We fallin' big baby. You know I'm strapped for the drama. Gatting all my top is normal. Oh boy, don't act for the grind. No way, hey, I'm relaxing on them. Lay back, lay back with a cake at. ASAP, ASAP, I can play that. They whack, we not, we hot. We got three blocks right where they lay at. Got an ounce to twist. Diamond surround. Y'all all fiends. Small dink and bounce like this. Yo, yo, don't fuck with the popo. Oh no, I'm about that dojo. Well, he fuck with the coco, nigga don't low bro, that's a no no. Ho, 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 it's dips up. Oh no, rowboats, coke floats and hit that. So, come and deal with the kids. We fallin' big baby. Flash of bras, the world is ours. The plastic cars, plus girls, cash and cars. Cash and cars, girls, cash and cars. Girls, cash, cars, girls, cash and cars, cash and cars. So, come and deal with the kids. We fallin' big baby. Y'all really wanna get this? Started, we all can act retarded. Your heart has been darted. From party to party. Mind your pussy stay. It been under siege. Here's a douchebag. Rag, summer's eve. Yes, a hot bag. Run, run, run it, please. You humming G's. Do your dungarees. Don't maneuver there. Here's a souvenir. Wash the sack, kid, bitch, for your pubic ears. Eat it, ain't no losers here. Mom, trying to move a beer. Send my bitch down here. That's the scoop of year. And she eat dry while she taking deep cock. Each drop, need not. Can't walk her knees, not. And my game so tight. And my aim so right. And the range all white. And I tame all tight. So to say all night is... But your brain main to be like my chain on ice. But my chain main it look like a rainbow. So I deal with the kids. We fallin' big baby. Flash of bras. The world is ours. Like we always do about this time. G-O-D. G-O-D. See, you're lucky, man. You're lucky to be around me, nigga. You better take in the oxygen. You're sucking all the H2O, nigga. Five months. 
You know I go away for two months And the riffraff come back with this bullshit, man This what you come back with after six months This shit With the peanut butter and jelly bullshit going on, huh, bro? Y'all niggas ain't even worth my fucking rounds, man Yeah, I tried to be modest on y'all bitch-ass niggas But I guess I am the fucking best, man These old niggas coming out with this bullshit, man You ain't even got no ether for me, man Huh? This nigga older than me is still a little nigga, man. But what I'ma do is, I'ma tell you a true story. This right here is true stills. This is real life right here. This little faggot nigga, Nene. He's a little dirt boy. You know the nigga on your block that you the piss on the fucking mother called him shorty shit stain. You know the shorty shit stain on your block? That's him. But anyway, man. Besides that, we see this faggot nigga downtown at the W Hotel. He's from the Bronx, Queens. Don't let him fool y'all. He's a faggot from the Bronx. He comes over there to try to get a new identity with y'all. He's a homo. Please don't be fooled. But anyway, we see this faggot nigga down at the W. My man Five Finger knows the nigga. He tells him, hey, yo, where the fuck you going? Come here. You better fall back on this whole situation. He says, no, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm just trying to rhyme. I'm just trying to get on. I ain't on it like that. You sure? I'm, I'm sure. Okay, you can leave now. We let him leave. I see the same bitch-ass nigga at the MTV Awards. With the kid, um, Wedge from Uchi Wally. And, um, my man E. He's a young nigga. He's coming up. He's a real nigga. I'll tell you about E in a minute. But they wanted to get my number, you know, to squash the whole shit. And because of E, I gave them my number. I gave them my number only because of E. That's my little man. I used to give E pies. He used to flip them shits like he had spatulas. Right on the bridge, but that's another story. So these dudes, I get a phone call about later some dude is on the phone yo i'm so and so i claim this i claim that yo yo what's that you claim i'm like whoa 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 what are you talking about now nah, i'm so and so i'm only squashing this for nizing up on the strength because you claim this and your man is doing that and they claim this that and the third but while he's talking i hear an operator come on about two minutes later saying This phone call is from a federal prison in New York State. I said, what kind of peanut butter and jelly shit is this? You feel me, Brazzy? I hung the phone up on that bitch-ass nigga. I mean, what kind of... I mean, I, I, it ain't that self-explanatory. I'm not even gonna get into that. But worse than that, the kid E, back to my man E. E is with Queensbridge. He's from the Bridge. He's with Nas and them. Not just my man. We had some other business we did. He calls me about two weeks later. Yo, Cam, I gotta go in. I gotta get ready to do a bid. I need five hundred dollars. I'm thinking to myself, wasn't you just woke up? You calling me for five? I'm like, it's all good, cause that's my man from back in the days. You need five cash, you got it, boom. Come meet me, you need five, you got five. But this dude is from the bridge, Vernon side. I mean, he's with Nas and nothing. 
If you don't get the gist of what I'm trying to tell you, that's like my man Jim Jones, Santana, when I'm on the Nas, asking for five hundred dollars. The crew ain't rolling free, huh? My niggas, we got 2002, 2003, we ordered the 2004, they'll be here this January. Ow. Guaranteed. But I mean, this nigga never been a leader anyway, man. Been the he yelling at brave hearts, but running behind murder, hey. Oh. Before I set it off. Okay. First off, you a bitch, nigga. Only reason I'm doing this, I'ma just name five reasons. Got a hundred Got a hundred fifty. First off, Rockefeller from Dane. Second, you stole Kanye from Dane. Third, you stole Rockaway from Dane. I seen the nigga throw that diamond up before them shots was fired. Fifth, hold on, turn the beat off. I had to turn the beat off for this. You talking about you an 80s baby. You 37 years old. You was born in 1968. And I opened the Daily News. How's the king of New York rocking sandals with jeans? Open toe sandals with chancletas with jeans on. How's the king of New York rocking sandals with jeans and he's 42 years old? Back to business, ain't the only one with big wallets. Got it, my shit's crowded, got it. But your publishing should go to Miss Wallace. Honest, stealing big shit. He made two albums, you wildin'. And he can't dress, though. Who's Accidentally, they start a war, hey. I'm about to present them the heart of war. They have never seen the heart of war. I see balls that they have water war. Hey, Just can't pass. 
Black woman, I say, I give me the massage. Burn them out, some boy, they sabotage. No go freak, and I know for them go frag. Black woman, say, they do the markers. Who ya know? You see the girl, them a me. Hear me tell you? Never just burn them with that one. Hear me tell you? Yo, put a style in here. Fool! Yo, fool them, man. Hey, you don't hear me tell you. Girl, we get bent up, man. Me say, hear me tell you. Make them sit down, pump me, see if they hear me tell you. Sit me down with fat like me, see if they hear me tell you. Is this thing on? The answer is yes. 24-7. Here we go. Here we go. Well, he started out with Dipset and ended with Sizzler. What a great set. What happened at 8.15? Uh, That's what the outline says. This, like, we're, we're, there's, there's a little bit of a discrepancy. It's 8.14 and 45 seconds. Okay. Dude. So Aaron's clock is fucked. My, uh, yeah. That, by the way, studio clock is fucked uh, by All a right. minute and a half. Oh, uh, God. It's fucked by a minute and a half. So. Yeah. I just want to say the studio clock is fucked. But, uh, <laughs> by the way, listeners, uh, before we get in, I know we're going to go to Mondo right now. But before, I just want to say we are doing a time change starting next week. And Jack is going to talk about that later in the show. I was actually going to mention that Jack. right now in the Well, Mondo that's segment. good. Okay, so yeah, without further go, ado, yeah, let's yeah. go to Mondo. Mondo, 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 that's big. That's huge. Well, check this out, Chris. We're doing it. It's from seven thirty to nine, and now it's gonna go from nine to ten thirty. You'll get a greater audience at a later time. You think so? Yeah, more people will be settled in. They'll be already like somewhere that they could listen in. I tend to agree. I think that's a good time. Yeah, I, I'm nine totally... to ten thirty. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I you know. Yeah. I would as totally... long as it's not on the Monday and the following is on and shit. You know. <laughs> Well, you know, I've got a caller for Armando. Oh, wow. Here we go. What's up, Guan? What's up, Guan, brethren? What's going on? What's going on? You're calling yeah. Gunwash. What's going on? Who's this? I'm chilling. This is Jack from Manhattan calling upon request. 
Ah, Jack from Manhattan. What's going on, fellow uh, Manhattanite? What's going on, buddy? Chilling, man. How are you guys? I'm listening in. Oh, uh, you have any questions for Chris? Do you like collect sneakers or like anything about the whole skating, graffiti, photo, photography, cigars? Robin niggas. Robin. Batman and Robin. I don't know. I don't really have any questions, but I'll say a question if you want me to. Please. Sure, what's up? I don't know. Give me a question and you, I'll you ask would, it. You, we'll you make like it organic. A statement. You hey, Jack, we, we, we love your support, uh, but... Uh, that might have been my fault. Anyone, go go, go on. It's cool. It's cool. Jack is a he loves the show. I fuck with him a lot. You know he's a great pal. Two Jack or two firmer shots like Jack Bauer. Yeah, Jack versus Jack. So this is we have the real Jack here. You know, but um, full service, full service. So many things, man. Every time, yo, Chris. Every time he sees me, I look different to him. Word up. He's just saying, right now I have, like, since my hair's on my face, he was like, oh, man, every time I see you, you look different. I used to pass by on Prince Street when he used to be at Supra. Can like we, a real bad shorty next to him. Always. Now, that was my girlfriend at the time. He stays and, like that. But I always have to have a bad shorty. You're kind of looking like Barkley a little bit recently. Barkley? Who's that? The dog from Sesame Street. Not not, not like you look like a dog, like your hairstyle. Oh, yeah, but that's what I'm eyes. trying to go for. That's I, the look I, I'm I, trying to go for, you know, like uncared for you know you know uh on the break mondo we were we were reading chris's bio yeah and i had a few questions about that because that kind of needs to be edited <laughs> well you well, think so you know they they turned my mic off during Armando segment but uh you know it's important i think it doesn't need to be edited uh, we went over we went over it explicitly actually your bio chris and we were and we were like this is the, the guy's given us the answers that we need to this interview it's like a Jeopardy. Yeah. And basically, when, it, when he says that to say this, I wondered how come all these can relate together, like skating. How come like the skaters, the graffiti writers, the, the kids that are in the street, besides the hype, how come they can all, well, how come they're into these all specific sneakers? How come they're into Jordans? You know? Why does, why does graffiti? Like, why does, why, yeah, like, why, why does skating lead to graffiti? And, like, why does graffiti lead to sneakers? And, like, why does sneakers lead to polo? And, like, why does, like, polo lead to photography? And, like, I think they're all in, like, they're... Do you know what I What's mean? What's the DNA like, to that? And I'm, and, I, I think and, that I, and I'm not asking for, like, the four elements of hip-hop answer either. No, nah, I think that um, it's, it's all about the streets, you know? Like, uh, we, we grew up in New York, you know? And we uh, created trends. We didn't just follow them, you know? So graffiti is something that was, like, embedded in my heart, you know? Like... Something that I was embedded, like, in the neighborhood around me. Like, being in Church Avenue, being part of KDS, being part of TCM with Hart, Fox, Spade, with Tez, may he rest in peace, Dusk, you know? Like, these were, like, pioneers in Graf in the Brooklyn scene, you know? Like, Frankie Bones, when I went to Grady, I met this dude. Like, it's, it's, it comes full circle, you know? And then, like, skateboarding was just, like, something that, that that just became who you were and you were a skater that wrote graffiti and then can you even skate in jordans yeah yeah i mean we used to wear jordans to skate because they would go on sale back in the days on the racks at models you know like uh you know uh hey uh, uh, uh 
I got something from oh, uh, from, okay. from the kitchen, actually. Oh, what happened? So what happened? Why it's going to bring it in. Um, oh, you got a little pizza. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, 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 we got I've a pizza for Roberta's. Christmas. Chris was saying uh, he doesn't really fuck with the Roberta's pizza, so nice. we want to see on air kind of like what what's the verdict. So I want I want Chris to take a bite. You know, this pause, is no you know, yeah. Well, and, uh, let's let's take a pause. Let's let's take a bite. You know, this is a perfect time to ask the question about food wrap. I, I'm trying to understand. Well, I want to hear about still. the pizza first. All right, first fine. we want the review of the Roberta's. So we're going to watch you. This is a little uncomfortable, Chris, but I'm going to watch you eat this pizza. First time on the show. Yeah, first time first on the time. show. Hundred something episodes. First We've time never I'm done tasting, this. Tasting uh, Roberta's pizza. There you go, and oh. we're gonna get and we're gonna get a live uh, on air. We're gonna get a live on air review. It seems as though it's sticky and nice and. Don't get it on your sneakers. Don't get it on your sneakers. All right. I got another pair. Yeah, he's got. He has doubles. You gotta always buy three pairs. Yeah, he got three pairs. Yeah, I was gonna say he had doubles, but he has sell and one to keep on ice. Yeah, exactly. You know know what's funny? While you're eating, and I know we're gonna get that. We're gonna get the answer about the pizza. How is it? Is it good? You you like it, or or is it like? Is it subpar? Was it not worth the wait? Um, it's good. It's a little hot, so. And just so you know, we got no affiliation with Roberta's. You say say what you want. Yeah, you can say Um, whatever you want. It's cool. I could taste like the. um, I guess you would say the oven taste of it. You know. Yeah, and that may be that may be a good thing. I, the production's laughing because they know they know about that taste. Yeah, um, I really don't taste the sauce so much. It's just a bit overpowering, like the um, the crust and stuff. You know, by the way, Jack, it's not a bad pizza. No, I mean, I don't know how much I would love it if I paid for it, but it's I, not bad. You know, you know, you know, Jack. Th- this is this is critique that. Uh, That's great. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this should go. Uh, this should go to the kitchen staff. I mean, I mean listen, <laughs> I, I, like, look. What do I know about pizza? I mean, he's right. He's a new, this guy knows pizza. He's from fucking downtown New York, Brooklyn, New York. All right, he knows pizza. So you tell these head chefs what he said about the fucking sauce. I will. Well, Look, I, I definitely recommend DeFaris to people. Okay. You know if they've never oh, and had by, pizza, then then they should go to DeFaris. Yeah, and and, and by the way, um, uh, Roberta's is all is about great New York pizza joints. They just have their own recipe. It's just the way it is. But if you can't make it to DeFaris, you got to go to L and B and have the squares at L and B. Is this part of the L&B? food wrap thing though? Yeah. What? That? Yeah. What's going on with the food wrap thing? I'm trying to understand because okay, I, I, I'm gonna In let you talk. 1998, I bought a beeper. Because I was doing certain things so that people can beat me. Okay. okay. And um, the beeper number, the beeper about. number, had no ones and no zeros. And I used to hang out with like a hip hop crowd and shit. I worked at the tunnel. Um, oh, so you do like know the Rob that I'm talking about? Yeah, Rob yeah. Young. Yeah, of that's course. the homie Rob. He is the homie. You're Rob, right. Rob, Rob, Rob is responsible for some really good music from back in the days, Henchman Records and all that. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, the yeah. Henchman. Yeah. But um, and Rob's a lowhead. No, to like see official, that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No, like, he's an official lowhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sport um, team. Yeah, sport. I'm from Church Ave, where sport is from. You know, like oh steam team God. and all that. Let me ask you something. Hold on. I know, I know. I'm fu- okay. No, no, no. You know what? You know what? No, no I'm wrong. I'm wrong. What's the food wrap thing? I'm so I'm, I'm interrupting so it myself. Was my, it was my beeper. Number. That was your. Be- that was literally. It a beeper was my number. beeper number, and and um, the first person to call me food wrap was Mario Winans from Bad Boy. Okay, so he's like, "Yo, that's the name that I'm gonna call you because I don't know anybody else with that name." And you had the beeper number because you were doing whatever business you were doing, and, you needed, and you needed a beeper. Yeah, you were chilling. You needed a beeper, and in those days, uh, uh, we didn't have iPhones, and we needed beepers, uh, and uh, and that's what it was. Now, now, uh, so it has nothing to do with side food note. Or is rap. Mario Winans doing anything these days? Oh man, I don't know. You don't know, right? Man, yeah, I'd love to know. But I find it interesting, Chris, that you like, that you worked at the tunnel. When you say you worked at the tunnel, what does that mean? Do you mean you worked at the door? Do you mean you were you were like busting tear? I mean, you know, you could have been. It's possible you were 15 years old at that time. I don't know. No, you know? in 1996, I was 20. 
22, going on 23. Oh, okay, yeah. So you were working for real. I used to work for Big Frank and Everton. Okay. And then Roland came through. They were responsible for the parties at Rebar. They were responsible for Two Eyes. We were the first uh, promoters to bring hip-hop into the tunnel in the book room on a Saturday wow. night. So a real... With Mark Ronson and, and Jules. So, re- so real... Real, actual. I mean, this is like Jack Inslee's dream, like real New That's York, r- real New York club rap shows. I used to hand out flyers, and I used to put a stamp on the back of the flyer, and I used to go outside the tunnel Saturday night and give everybody my flyer, then go inside and basically just hang out, work the list or whatever, make like three hundred fifty, four hundred bucks for the night. You know what's funny? That's the like graffiti. Tunnel. That's you know like what's funny? I, like, I, I moved to New York when I was when I was like seventeen. But you know, you know, the tunnel, the tunnel is like Armando. Like the tu- for us, for people our age, the tunnel is kind of like a myth. Like, like we don't a really. A lot of have, people don't know the yeah, tunnel. Well, we don't have one of those. We don't have. Peter, we don't have a tunnel. We yeah, don't. But have I like that. heard about the tunnel no, growing up. But, I was too young. Yeah, but Jack, like, do we? We don't have like what club do we really have? That's like oh nothing. nothing. I mean, there's too many now. Yeah, there's too many. Right. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't there's, know. There's nothing, and there'll never be anything like the tunnel, Palladium, all those parties that Peter Gation was responsible for, the Limelight. Um, Tandem bar, full service. Yeah, yeah, growing right. up, growing up and going to limelight, wearing fucking ox blood Doc Martens and shit, like just to get in because you had to wear shoes or whatever. Sure, yeah. Being yeah, in yeah. the champagne room, doing acid, like waking up at like eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning, going outside like a zombie while people are going to work. That shit was awesome. That shit sounds awesome to me. The last party that was like that was at Exit. You know, I, I see when you say like I know that name, but like I don't even know that name. Like we don't really have like I feel like us. We don't really even have that. Like and, and then you listen. Hey, that's that's for what it's worth. That's tragic. But um, getting back to the to the clothing thing. Now I had to ask you a question, Chris, and it's a polo question. So I collected polo, but I did it because my mom, my mother, was like, "Look, these are important pieces of clothing." Your mom put you onto that? Yeah, my mom put me onto that. And as a matter of fact, if you look at the old Dover Chester sites, you can see my mom's my mom's polo my mom my mom's polo Ralph Lauren collection. She has like dresses that say dry goods Ralph Lauren, like before polo, like you know, she has all this stuff. And she got me and so when Polo Sport came out, she would like get me the t shirts and stuff like that. Or RLX? Yeah, well RLX came a little bit later. And so at that point when RLX came out, I was like, fuck that, I'm into Stussy, I'm into Jenkos, I'm into all that shit. And, and the polo stuff didn't come back until later on when I had moved to New York. Now, a pal of ours, Rob Young, he, uh, th- there was some work that I did for him. And, and, and it, 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 was, it was some graphics work, but, but we just decided that, that um, the reimbursement, cash just wasn't the correct reimbursement. It just, it just wasn't that kind of gig. And so he decided to give me a 1992 Tiger Head. And oh, that's that, dope. And the that, jacket, yeah, yeah or the, the jacket, the oh, jacket. Right, yeah, it, it's a and, and it's and it's something you still that got I, it, right? yeah, I still have it. I still There's have a it. sweatshirt and the jacket. Actually, it's right? a well, you know, it's a uh, it's a it's a, it's a varsity jacket. It's yeah, a varsity yeah, yeah, jacket. Yeah, you, they remade it and it had P O L O written, but that was like the second version. The original right. version just said Polo Ralph Lauren, right. and had the leather sleeves. Mm-hmm. Now, incredibly thankful because as I only had Polo Sports stuff. I only had I only had like the green and black polo sport like nautical stuff because because I was when the ninety two suicide stuff came out and the and the snow beach I was too young to really know right. what that was cool and you know what's interesting about the polo thing why is the polo thing so important because you know they're kind of like der, like derivative like the graphics on polo stuff even the ninety eighties and ninety stuff 
it's really like derivative joke stuff. It's like ski club stuff that isn't real. It's not real. It's like when it's like when Reason Clothing writes Reason Ski Club. Except, I have no idea what Reason Clothing is. Okay, fair enough. Fine, Reason, fair enough. Fair shout enough, out to Phil Basis, Reason Clothing. Fair enough, fair enough. And we, and, and we, we can na- name a clothing line that's done is a that polo. Is that a store on, like, uh, West Broadway? Okay. Look, n- name a brand that's done a polo rip, and, and we'll, just go, we'll just call it at that, okay? Um, I think that it's, 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 um, it's, it's historical in a way because Ralph used... Images that weren't really part of like everyday wear. Sure. When he did the stadium line, it was like he wasn't in the Olympics, but you could look like he was in the Olympics. What about the casino stuff? What about the stuff with the, what about the stuff with the backgammon? That's and all the, about high rollers, baby. You think that's what it's, it's about? Living right? that yeah. low life, you know, like casino button ups, Eskimos, like even the boots button ups was all about like the ski guy hanging up his boots, you know, like a lot of that clothing has has hidden meanings behind them. Yes, of the I, numbers, I think that that's true. A lot of the numbers that come out on some of the shirts were representative of things that happened to Ralph or his kids through the years. Like they used to say that five was like the first time he rode a horse when he was five years uh, old. I see. I when see. When he was seven. You so know, he's he like Walt Disney polo. of fashion. But can I? But uh, and I and you know and you That's know crazy. I, this is this is sort of like a this, this is sort of like like a like like a larger question and 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 I'm asking it because not every show we do is about Polo and Jordans and this right. is an important one because I'm a collector myself and I know Armando yeah that's not like, shut up and I know and I know Jeremy is but um I forgot the fucking question what I have something idiot. that most people have never yeah, seen yeah. I have a P racing headband oh really. You know, yeah. it's got uh, reindeers on it with a P Racing 1993 badge. So this is like people, a this is like a limited edition type thing. This that you is like have. a really rare piece. It's like one of those you know? things where they made the cologne and they had like a little thing in it, and you had to be there the day they had it. Nah, and had this it. was something that came out. The P Racing line was 1992, and it went into 93, but then they stopped it. And I still have this headband. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Uh, you know, I remember my question. Can you just explain, like I said, because not every episode is about this. What's what, what's going? Can you give would it be possible for you to give us an umbrella explanation of why this low, low, in quotes, is important? Because I got to hear it from someone who's a little bit older than me who didn't just do it because it became cool again. I think um, li- growing up in Brooklyn, it was all about, like Clark Kent would say, my homie. Oh, what fresh, a great guy, to, Looking dude. fresh to death, you know, and being the first dude, being that first, that first nigga to rock that shit, you know. Even like, though even people don't though, even know what BFOs is, like BFOs, BFOs used to be on on Twenty uh, Second Street and Fifth Avenue, and that place was just racks of polo at the time. And Burlington Coat Factory was like suicide ski jackets, ninety two skis, circle skis, piles of them, full of it. You full know, like like you didn't in BFOs, know that it was important. In BFOs, we threw shit out the window. Because you didn't know it was that important no, at the time. No, because we had somebody downstairs waiting to grab that shit and run off with it. <laughs> now let me now let me ask you something. It was all about boosting though. Like it wasn't okay. about buying. Okay. You know? like, okay. When the when the patchwork knit was like in Macy's, like that was something that you used to see on the mannequin. Like yo, how am I gonna get this? But why it has the wire through it? When Lizzie bags came out, I was gonna ask you, what's Lizzie, a Lizzie bag? A Lizzie, what's a Lizzie bag, bag is two shopping bags in one with aluminum foil. All right, so you take one bag, you, you you wrap it with aluminum foil on the inside, sure, sure, and then you put another bag on top and then cut off the, like a the shopping handles, bag. like a, a grocery like a, bag, like 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 a big brown bag from right. Bloomingdale's. Gotcha. It was called, yeah, the or big a medium brown bag. brown bag, yeah. So then you just walk through the aisles and 
drop shit in your bag. What happens you, you, oh, the, in the old security system? The aluminum just... foil used to deflect and the, the lizzies. The lizzies are the alarms on the clothes. I so there, there, there's different ways to get those off, too. Like People would walk around with like, like these hedge trimmers. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. I, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. snip them and, and, and then pop them open. No or alarms? You, or you would have the magnet that would release it because you went to buy something and the lady turned around, so you grabbed the magnet off the register right there and bounced. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you'd have this big, round, heavy-ass magnet with a hole in it, and you would just clip it into the Lizzie where the pin was and just release it. When, 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 a, big piece, when a big piece comes out, a, a big piece meaning something that we look at as a big piece, let's say something obvious, the Snow Beach jacket. When that came out, did you understand that it was important, or did that take time to become important? Nah, that that was like it, it was it was changing it was it was changing the 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 trend you know like you now knew it was, it was big re- words you on knew it. it was you know it was, something it was representative like the cold wave jacket that nobody liked is like mad hard to get now like you how, know? And like, how it just says like it was something will just say like kayak. Well, that's I mean the kayak, the kayak shit was old school, though. Yeah. You know, like the Fox River. We giving Jack from Manhattan another chance. Yo. Hey, Jack, Jack from Manhattan. Back. Jack is back. On 34th Street at Dr. J's, you could just rip those those alarms right off. Yeah, and you would rip the clothes. You'd make a little hole. That's another thing. You'd walk around with a little box to to, cutter. We used to go to the hat section and just pull those shits off, put the hat on our head, and walk out with the hat right oh, on There you head. go. I, I respect that. I, I, I've put on a lot of clothes and just walked out with them like they were mine. Yeah. I've never um, done that before. If, but, you, uh, if you took a razor... If you took a little gem blade, they changed it and they fucking they put ink in them. And then yeah. one time we pulled it off and got ink all over our hands and fucking ran out. Yeah, but you know how to break away. the ink, right? You used to take a plastic bag and oh, wrap the, the, so the ink side and pop it right off. Oh, you, you can. And then the ink would still go into the plastic bag and you'd be all right. But you'd have to do that in the dressing room. Oh my and, god! And in the dressing room. The way you used to do it, because they used to count the, the the pieces you would go on the dressing room with. Right. You'd have to put pieces inside of like a pair of jeans, or like you'd put uh, you'd smart. put like two shirts inside the sleeves of a jacket. You know that wasn't Has polo just to go try it on. In a, in a store in after hours as a stock boy. Yeah. Did you did you ever have any guy that would like that would like you know be like all right I got this I got this coming in I got this coming yeah, in. meet me just, out back. You put on like three pairs of jeans. Under hours and walk out at the end of the day and get away with it. Yeah, I, I, I used to do that during like, the day. Check this yeah. out, though. People were really boosting polo, though, and that's a, as an expensive piece. I'm good. There's other expensive pieces out there. No one's really stealing that. How come people was really trying to steal polo? Yeah, and, and you know, and, and that's... I don't want to gas anybody up, but I remember one dude that had uh, a big reputation for stealing all his clothes was ear snot. Oh well, hey, listen. We can't. I, I feel we have we have ear snot family in the building. So what can I? Um, you know, you know, uh, um, it's so it's so weird. I'm great. It's it's so weird because being being a being a guy being a uh, I mean let's let's be real about it. Being being a guy who's from Brooklyn, uh, an urban dude. Even though the pol- even though the Ralphie stuff really, really embodies that white Anglo-Saxon Protestant thing, it kind of really does. I mean, it really kind of does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was all prep school boys and yeah, Ivy but, League cats. And- but that didn't. But th- was that part of what was cool, or did that? That t- was the that whole was- reason you want. We, we used to wear it, you know. Like, I mean, it was a lot about about the images and the clothing that came right. out. You know, like the suicide ski. You know, like. 
the nickname was like if you was caught on East New York Broadway Junction with that on, it was like it was like suicide because you would get got for right. it. Yeah, you know, um, I, I've been on trains back in the days, like the D train and shit, because the D train used to run through Flatbush before it now it runs through Bensonhurst. You know, mm. and like people would just see you come in and just shit would change like the whole mood of the car would change when that when when you say that do, do you mean do you People mean get excited. that you, you come in wearing uh you know uh, a, a nice piece of whatever and uh and they and do they say hey take that off and give it to me or is it more like i mean nah, i guess it would depend niggas would come up to you and be like yo what up man where you from right where you got that at what size is that yeah right there you knew <laughs> warm you up you knew it was something and or so somebody would say yo off. Isn't this the dude that was fucking with your sister? And you wouldn't even know what was going on. And all of a sudden, uh. Yo, check this out. A few weeks ago, I'm doing one of my, like, usual errands. And um, some guy is walking by me. And he's, like, staring at me with his phone on his ear. Like, he's, like, I don't know if he was pretending to be on the phone or on the phone. And as he's walking by, he's like, turns his head. He's still looking at me. And I'm like looking down. I'm like, damn, I look terrible. Like I'm all like poor. Like why is he like trying? Like is he trying to take sure. my jacket? I had that orange polo jacket. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Olympic uh, one. Yeah, 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 it's, no, it's an Olympic shit. orange, vintage orange, safety orange polo the parka, jacket. The parka, the the bright orange parka with, with the leather, American with the flag. leather, like the rope. Yeah, the American flag on the shoulder and like the rope toggles and shit. I wish I wore it today. Actually, yeah. fuck. But it was orange, and I, and, and I, I've been wearing. All if you go black. to ChristopherVidal.com, I have a. Uh, like three photos of Rock and Low from back then. I got like a stadium button up on. I got like a high tech, the red and yellow jacket. It's maybe it's a, some like P wing shit. It's Christopher uh, Christopher Vidal V I D A L E dot com. No, no all, E, no E, no E. Christopher V I D A L dot com. There you go. So for Vidal, all the like Sassoon. There, yeah, Vidal Sassoon. There you go. So that so that's where you can find his photos. They're they're uh, you, you can know, follow me there. at Food Rap Food R A P. Yeah, and, and that's easy enough. Listen, Food Rap. That was his beeper number back when he was yeah. uh, when he Yo, was a young. Yeah, but check this way. out. I thought dude was trying to rob me. Well, you know, listen. And then hey, check this out. He came up to me. He was like, yo, is that jacket polo? Well, then he's dumb. Uh, yeah. uh, for not knowing. But he, no, he, he really kind of knew it was a polo jacket. He just and he was to trying make to make sure. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, a lot yeah. of people are eBay polo heads. I, I mean, know, I'm, like, I mean um, a part of my life was eBay they, polo. They, they never saw these pieces in stores and stuff. Yeah, I didn't. You know, um, my boy Scram, my boy Rabbit. These were like like bags and bigs and... And uh, there's mad heads, you know, like the whole RFC crew used to rock low on West Third outside McDonald's. And we used to do deals and like it, it was crazy. There was like Ever, Reels, Cash, Ed, Sabe. Like everybody used to rock low at one time and write graph. You know that's interesting, and, and we're 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 getting close to uh, actually the, the end of the second segment, which is crazy because it's gone by so fast. And uh, we do need you actually, by the way, to do a drop. But I do have another question for Pow-pow! you. Yeah, Pupow. Uh, but the question, and this is a specific one, specific. And I, and I asked this, out of, I asked this out of my own curiosity. This is my own weird curiosity, but it's related to polo. Who is Ralphie's kids? That was another crew. Okay. That was another crew that was like more like Franklin Ave around there. You had the Low Hunters. Oh, so there's a million. You no, know, nah, there was like the Steam Team, Sport, 
Low lives, low lives. You got to show respect to Thurston Howell, to Rack Low. Let me tell you something. I like, uh, I used to work. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, as I told you before, I used to work in the back of the chop shop when I was when I was a younger guy. I used to do like some of their shipping and logistics and stuff. And right. I was and shout I shout out w- to Mike Malbin at the chop shop. Of course, shouts forever. Um, and and Steve too, and everyone from that operation. Uh, you know, Thurston Howell uh, was doing a, a little a, a little Frank thing years ago. He was doing like a like a web interview or something like that. So he was in the office uh, interviewing, and I was wearing a Polo Sport uh, uh, panel constructed like green black split. Nothing crazy rare, but you know, obviously you know about Polo. And I was wearing like a Mercer hat, and he looked at me like he wasn't so happy to see me. And um, I can I can understand why that maybe was the case. I mean, I'm, but he comes from back in the days, you know. So like, sure, sure, sure. So when he sees dudes that are younger than him, he has like a thing. Like there was dudes back in the days, like Rob from East New York, Sleepy Bonks. His first name was Carlos. There was heads that were like really into this shit. Like I went to go do a deal in in Coney Island one time, and I had the Snow Beach like um, the Snow Beach knit. A lot of people don't know it. The white knit. With the triangle at the top. And 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 they tried to rob me. Like, I ran out the projects. This dude, Fiend Low. And I went to go meet a dude named Kenny out in surf in, like, West 27th, West 29th. And I had to bounce because I felt it. I was like, yo, pause. I, I, I saw I saw a cat scheming on me, and I had a book oh. bag. I had a North Face slipstream bag full of no, we fucking didn't even, IT. We didn't even you know, get to like, talk about Face at yeah, all. Yeah, we didn't we, talk about North we Face. We didn't get to talk about Face North Face came in after, and we used to trade low for Face. Like, the first dude that I ever saw rock North Face was Pose Low. My man Godwin from Eastern Parkway and, like, Claston and Franklin Ave. He was part of, like, that whole Misfits, the dance crew. That was another thing that was really popular at the time was dance culture in the clubs. We used to go to Vertigo's, V-West, like, like Velvet Lounge. Like, these were spots where, like, low heads would concentrate, like, and, and just be like, yo, what up? And you do deals when you're there. Right. You know, like, and they, and, like, this one jerk-off promoter named Gungi. Like, I really hate this dude. He's a clown, but... He used to throw some of the best parties, Word. and all the fucking bitches would be at his party. So that's where you would go. Well, that that, that uh, that's absolutely fascinating. It's a Full part. Of, it's a part of this uh, culture that we yeah, didn't we like really party. we didn't really get a chance Full to service. be a part of, unfortunately. Yeah, we. But talked, you heard it directly from the the horse's mouth, so to speak, Mr. Christopher Vidal. Chris Vidal, Ye- would you would you mind doing a gun wash drop for us? That's genu- genuinely genuinely what we do uh, after a show. We have our guests say, "Hey." You can say yeah, whatever yeah. you want. He knows yeah. how to do a drop. This is the end yeah. of the show. Yeah, we're yeah we're like towards sort towards the end of the oh, show. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. That it was goes fast. fast. Well, yeah, I didn't even get to fully touch with you, man. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, we can always pause, you're, pause, you're, pause, you're always no you're, you're always welcome. You're always welcome back. Uh, <laughs> well, I want to shout out like Mayhem Loren. You want to you want to you know, know like he's you know, he, he's a very influential person in the low game. Why don't you just take Why don't you just take a moment and just do a big drop and then at the end of it say you're listening to Gunwash. You could say whatever the hell you want. Just go ahead and shout at everyone and then if you can get Gunwash. In there, we'd be happy. We'd so love I get you to for shout it. it out right now. Go right ahead. It's all like, you. Like I said, a big shout out to Mayhem Loren. A shout out to all the heads that came from Brooklyn that were from New- Manhattan, like foes. You know, like um, Harold Hunter's brother, Ronald Hunter. He was a big low head back in the days. He still collects. Um, there's the homie Abacus out in Queens. There's my boy Scram Rabbit. Um, my man Siege Uptown, like these are all people that were like very um, into into the culture, into graph, into like skateboarding, you know, like shout out to the whole skate crew, everybody that's ever been on a board, you know, in New York City, you know, like 
Anybody that's ever been chased away from escape spot by a security guard, you know, shout out to all the homies. My man, I'm so Brooklyn.com, which is a great brand right now for the youngins. Samurai New York with Billy Rohan. You know, shout out to A-Life, the whole crew. You guys already mentioned Earsnot. Big up Kunle. He was a, he's a big influence in New York street culture. In Graf, he's a monster. You know, shout out to like Send 2 from the Bronx. Shout out to like the whole street art collective right now that we didn't get a really chance to talk about. You know, like my collection is crazy. Forget about sneakers. My art collection holds weight in like any gallery, any museum right now. You know, big ups to my man Nick Walker, to D-Face, you know, to Ben Ein, that whole London crew and shit. You know, shout out to everybody out here in Bushwick and Roberta's that ain't from Bushwick and just comes to Roberta's, you know. Like, I'm definitely sure, like, 98% of these people don't know what Bushwick really was back in the days, you know? Like, there was dudes, like, on Stanhope and, and like, Troutman on Star Street. People get murdered every day over there. And the news don't report that because they didn't want people to see what Brooklyn was really like. You know, I was born in Greenpoint Hospital. I grew up on South First between Havermeyer and Roebling, the south side, where Hispanics called Los Sures. You know, and then I moved to Church Ave, to Kensington, what's now Kensington. Back then it was East Flatbush, and that's how I met all them heads up and down Church Ave, from like Flatbush to like Bedford, Rogers, Steve, and all them steam team cats that ran through Macy's when it was on Flatbush and grabbed shit and just walked out the door. You know, my boy Drew, Drew, uh, Drew Bear, they used to call him, and, and BK Bear, and all them cats, you know, like. This is something that we live, not something that we talk about. You know, the only reason we can talk about it is because we lived it. You know, Thurston, I've seen Thurston Howell perform live in Club New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that shit was crazy. He was on stage talking about Polo Ricans. You know, like, that, that was something that was like, it changed the game with the Thug Bear and all that. And Augie Galan from Acapulco Gold. You know, like, all these people that were part of, like, street culture that people don't talk about. You know, like, that... It kind of like faded into the cut. You know, some dudes had kids. There was like the whole 5MH crew. That whole crew from Marlboro Projects was all load out. Kel, BCL, Blau, T-Bone. Them niggas used to kill it. You know, like when I went to Lafayette, they ran like Coney Island. It was their spot. And, And I was like a dude skateboarding, hanging out with some heads and shit. You know, like my skate crew wasn't like... The crew that they expected to see and shit. You well, know what I'm it saying? seems seems as though you came up into it naturally. Uh, listen, Chris, we've got to do a part two with you. There's got to be. Yeah, there's yeah way big more shout out to Gunwash, Gunwash.com, to Mondo, to Aaron, to the homie Charlie that's over here laid back and shit in the cut from the Charlie down. Got, Charlie got. Can I say something real quick? Charlie <laughs> got all the sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Charlie said, "I said, where are you from?" He said, "I'm from New York." Word. I said, okay, Word. Where? He said, "From West Side, East Side, any side." I said, "Okay, I fuck with Charlie." There you go. He said, "I'm from New York." Boom. Word up. Well, listen, Chris Vidal. Big up, yo, it, big up to Gunwash. Thanks for having me and oh, shit. Oh, we're you gonna know. have you again. You're always welcome to the come. Wash, and uh, wash, the knowledge you put on us and our yeah. audience is, is beautiful. Shout out to Jack and that Roberta's pizza hookup. Yeah. That shit was banging. There you go. It was banging. Taste little. I could taste the oven, but it's all right, big. If that's they thing, that's they thing. That's you know? they thing. What are you going <laughs> to do? So, listen, come back uh, next week. There is a time change. We will be starting at, what, 9, 9 o'clock. p.m.? 9 yes, p.m. next week, straight. Gunwash starts at 9 p.m., full service at 7.30, right, which means s- the full service DJ will take us right up until the start of Gunwash. Hold up, man. Hold up, hold up. I come from an era when we used to spend a little money on some eskies and shit. What do y'all mean by full service? Uh, hey. <laughs> it's a, it's a, uh, you, you write down uh, to the bottom it's, of it, it's, homie. It's, it's a play on words. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, cool. 
Oh, cool. Uh, anyway, this cool has service. been Gunwash. Mr. Chris Vidal, thank you for coming on, everyone, in the studio. I love you, and come back next week. Swimmington, if you'd like to pull up music, you certainly can. Shout and, out to the Moretti uh, Beer. Shout out to Moretti Beer, one of our proud sponsors. Love you, Jack. Full service coming up next here on the HerbisRadioNetwork.org.
Hey, my name is Trice, aka Trice Cat, and you're listening to Gunwash. Big up to Chloe. Hi, this is Carly from Sledever, and you're listening to Gunwash. This is Stuart Swerdlow. And Janet Diane Moria Swerdlow. And you're listening to Gunwash. A young Mike Edison, a young Mike Edison is here. He's here. Please. So good. Gonna make my heart 